that's that's the last time that I ever chug an entire bottle of Smirnoff ice as to not have to share with you and Drew, Rudy. I'm sorry. My stomach is so fucked up right now. I'm sorry I put you in that position. It's because I haven't eaten that much today, and so my stomach is mostly filled with carbonated beverage right now. Mm-hmm. It's just taking a fucking toll on me. Well, the bubbles help the alcohol get into your system. I don't think that's true. Yeah. Oh. Bad sounds. <sighs> Shit. It'll be okay, though. Ready to have a, a good podcast. Yes, sir. house oh welcome to horse house i'm your host tristan horse back at you back at you for episode 24 of welcome to the horse house we're almost halfway to 50 can you believe that welcome to the oh my god if i'm if i if i sound really out of breath this podcast or if my breathing sounds like steven's normally i'm so Listen, I'm sorry, guys. It's because I, I just chugged an entire bottle of Smirnoff ice because I saw that Rudy and Drew were here, and I didn't want to share with them. So I parked my car, and I and I popped that bottle open, and I just chugged that shit. So did Steven. He had his own bottle, too. He's not really doing poorly right now. I, I, I My body is an abused alcohol, so I don't really know how to handle alcohol into my body. Um, I'm not a teetotaler, but, you know, I'm pretty close to one. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 23, 24 of Welcome to the Horse House. Almost 50 episodes now we've made. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 24 of Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Episode 24 of Welcome to the Horse House. I am your most gracious, intelligent, and... Horny ghost. Horny ghost. <laughs> I'm the horny ghost. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. For episode 24, Welcome to the Horse House. Slightly drunk, I would say, since I chugged an entire, what is it, like 24 ounces of Smirnoff? It's a whole big bottle. Yeah, it's like 128 ounces. Yeah, and so um, as as I've been called a one beer queer before, it's I guess what I kind of am because I am a little tipsy from it. It's like 4% alcohol. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 24. Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. I'm here joined with three friends of mine. Hey, it's me, Rooney. Hello. Oh. No, no. It's guest always comes after everyone else. Steven told me to. Don't listen to him. Down the road, not party. 
more destruction. How much more can we take of Buddhist corruption? Flirting with the podcast, yeah, you damn sure know what I mean. Makes no sense to me. Well, I've got good friends and their names Tristan, Drew, Rudy, yeah. We gamble with the topic, choose our destiny. I'm traveling down this lonesome road. Drinking this heaven, devil, bro. Gotta learn myself away. Oh, 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 yeah. Daytona 500 today. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's Stephen. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> That was really that was Stephen. That was perhaps the best one yet. What was that? Uh, flirting with disaster <laughs> Do you support by local Mo- music. Flirting with disaster by Molly Hatchet in honor of the 62nd running of the Daytona 500, which I will have softly playing in the background the Very entire good. episode. Thank you, sir. I uh, my dad saw Molly Hatch back in the early 80s. My dad also claims that he played pool with uh, Hank Williams Jr. at the Daytona Beach Boardwalk. That's cool. And he swears by that story. Your dad also claims that Eileen Warnos tried to pick him up. That is actually true. Eileen Warnos, who frequented the the area back in the day, <coughs> my father and I... The area of Kissimmee, Florida, where he, we are. Yes, sir. Uh, my dad and uncle supposedly picked her up, and she offered her services to them. And they declined. Supposedly, they declined. I'm sure my my dad says they declined. Um, and uh, she they they took her to her favorite bar of choice, which we all know that favorite bar of hers. And mm-hmm. uh, and a couple years later, they saw on the news that that uh, that woman who they picked up was a serial killer. I have nothing but sympathy for Lee Warnos, as her close friends refer to her as. Um, oh, also Drew's here. <laughs> Um, someone give their microphone to Drew. Drew doesn't have a microphone. Uh, Patrick, um, an old guest of ours, took the fourth microphone because it was technically his, and he took it to record his podcast, and that was about a month and a half ago, and still no podcast from Patrick. All talk, no do. Drew, hello. Hello. Thanks for having me back. You're very welcome. Enjoy the show, I guess. I will. Thank you, sir. Filmed in front of a live studio audience. Filmed in front of a live studio if audience, to, exactly. If you yeah. need to talk, just raise your hand. And... I'll just shout. Okay. Well, uh, That's what I do. Our live studio audience is, is Drew, Yukio Mishima, Richard Nixon, Frank Zappa, Elvis Presley, Joe Camel, uh, Hatsune Miku, Tiny Tim. Saddam Hussein. And um, I forget that whore's name. George Harrison. From Playboy. And George Harrison. So a uh, pretty big pretty big audience tonight um kind of a little nervous because these are pretty um pretty prolific pretty famous people we're performing in front of so welcome to the horse house i'm your host tristan horse back at you again for episode 24 welcome to the horse house welcome to the horse house i'm your host tristan horse the daytona 500 is going on right now over there in daytona about five hours away from us uh it's it's interesting thinking that president donald john trump is so close to us right now I can't go hang you out. You can feel his presence. He's at least within one time zone of where we are. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> there's a really cool video of uh, Air Force One flying 800 feet above the speedway. Uh, I'll post a video on on the uh, Twitter page. Uh, it's gangster shit, you know. I feel bad. I feel bad for the haters. 
because they aren't able to enjoy such su- such a display of gangstery, you know. Uh, but whatever. Uh, he had a he he did the gentleman start your engines. He was the grand marshal of the five hundred. Does anyone have any audio of that? You guys are both on your phones right now. So. No, right now I'm, I'm trying to load into a live stream and I'm watching a commercial where Martin Scorsese and Jonah Hill oh drink Coca-Cola energy drink. That is a real ad and it's horrible. Really? I was looking on his Twitter feed to see if he had like any uh, any live tweets from it. This was, um, um to be seriously political. Drivers, start your engines. Drivers, start your engines. I can't do it. Uh, but on a serious <laughs> political note, this is great. Um... For 2020, this is a great appeal to his base um, because he's he's an elitist billionaire from New York City. He doesn't give a shit about NASCAR, but uh, but he, this but is very 20, smart for him to do. In 2016, he did beat Hillary 80 to 20 in the car vote, so it's very good for him to be there right now. <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari. Mic drop. I accidentally just looked up Grand Marshal instead of looking up the actual clip. No, I want the clip of him saying, "Gentlemen, start your engines." For some reason, you don't. That's Grand Wizard. Um, who was? What is the? Everything's about the KKK. What's my favorite title in the K? It was like Exalted Cyclops. What? It's something Cyclops. Corny Tristan. It's like Exalted Cyclops or something. Well, I was gonna look up Trump, but now I'm looking up KKK ranks. Yeah, no, it's something. Some would say it's a related search. Also. Just so you know, at home, folks, if you type in KKK rank, the autocomplete is KKK rank quiz. Uh, Which KKK uh, (laughs) title are you? BuzzFeed News. Yeah. I'm the Princess Jasmine KKK member. (laughs) I'm I'm Ariel the Mermaid KKK. Uh, Let's get some um, rocks. One rock star of the week ASMR up here, all right? We just. That's what good pussy sounds like. Guys, we're under a caution. I can't that's discern what, why. That's what consensual pussy sounds like. Something that Steven and Rudy have never heard. Yeah, so if you aren't hearing that, then that means that you are engaging in a form of sexual assault. Yeah, if that if that girl's pussy don't sound like a can of rock star, you're going to go to jail. Ladies and gentlemen, there is rain on the racetrack. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you know, can't Ladies I- and gentlemen, there is rain on... Silence! Ladies and gentlemen, there is rain on the racetrack. This is bad news. I'm worried. <sighs> Rudy, where's the fucking audio clip of him saying, gentlemen, start your engines? I was looking about KKK stuff. I can't vamp for this long. Guys, Baron... What am I, a podcast host? Baron came from Washington, D.C. to watch the cars go fast, and if it gets rained out... Baron doesn't give I'm gonna a fucking shit kill about myself. race cars. He'd rather be online right now with He cares friends. about being tall and playing Second Life. Yeah. I have a 35-minute video from Fox News. No, I don't want that. I want the gentlemen shut your engines. Drivers. Drivers. That's how he sounds. Secular artists. Where's... Chestin Buttigieg's. This is... This is him getting up on stage. All right. Stand by. This is live, folks. Well, Chip, thank you very much. And I love that voice. My fellow race fans. <laughs> my fellow racists. No my fellow race wars. Join you at the World Center of Racing for the 62nd Daytona 500. So exciting. He nailed it, dude. 
The Daytona 500 is a legendary display of roaring engines, right. soaring spirits, Very and the true. American skill, speed, and power that Dale we've Earnhardt. been hearing about for so many years. Don't soaring into his dashboard. Today have come for the fast Not endorsed. The world motorsports, but NASCAR fans never forget that no matter who wins the race, what matters most is God. Family and country. He's really, he, he's really appealing to the base with this one. <laughs> Something that slack jawed beep then yeah. Peter Buttigieg could never understand. Loved ones made the supreme sacrifice to defend our freedom and our flag. Yeah. To Edgar yeah. and Jennifer Bill. To Edgar George White. George Lutz and Gold Star families everywhere throughout our Good. land. Your fallen warriors will live in our hearts forever. Thank you. Gentlemen, start your engines. Oh, engines. He hates Native Americans. As a We're all so grateful to be joined by Staff Sergeant David Belavia, who I was privileged That's to a fake name. David Labia. This person has never existed. Medal of Honor, a very brave man. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Thank, Thank you, David. David. Everyone, one time. One, two, three. Thank, Thank you, you, David. <laughs> this afternoon, we congratulate all of the new enlistees in the United States. A friend of mine was there. Game enlisted. And they love our country. Really? Mm. A few moments ago, these young men and women took a solemn oath to, to defend Israel. Israel. I was just going to say. <laughs> our country. To defend to the supreme of leadership of Juan Guaido. veteran here today. As commander in chief, this is the longest the gentleman's search engine I've ever heard in my life. Planet, Keep going. We have a minute and 30 seconds left. That's fine. People love this podcast. On rebuilding our military. I want to thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank you, David. Now we approach the moment that you've all been waiting for. Yes. Soon, I will launch will the codes. For the star. Tires will screech. Rubber will burn. Fans will scream and the great American race will begin. For 500 I kinda like that. heart pounding miles, these fierce competitors will chase the checkered flag, fight for the Harley J. Earl Trophy, yeah. and make their play. Yeah, you know that? For 500 miles. American glory, and that's what it is. Pure American glory. He went off script there, and that's yeah. what it is. I want the that's Undertaker what to show up. Saying. For the green flag. We give thanks to this beloved country for the heroes who keep us safe and for the God who made us free. Zoroaster. <laughs> to all of the drivers, technicians, and pit crews here today, good Jeez, luck. Jeez, Donald. And may the best team win. May the luck of the Irish smile upon you. God bless our military. God bless our veterans. And God bless America. Have a great race. Thank he you. didn't say it. <laughs> no, he, he didn't he say, say it. That was it. After all that, he didn't that say was totally it. it. Find the clip of him saying, "Gentlemen, I don't think he did. <laughs> he gave it. He gave a fucking speech. I don't think he did. You know, Johnny, who was on the podcast um, last week, is there. Is there actually with his father? He traveled fifteen hours to yeah. get there. Johnny went there just to see President Trump. He was raving to me last night about how excited he was to see him and. How he yeah. loves him so much, and he can't wait to hear those that voice. Ladies and gentlemen, race update. Ladies and gentlemen, 
The drivers are out of their cars. They're fighting. The drivers are out of their cars. The cars have been covered with what it seems to be branded tarps. There's a man with a junior okay with long long hair. Is he? That guy has really bad posture. Junior doesn't race anymore, bud. Junior doesn't race anymore Mm -mm. since when? Since like. What, 2017? Like a year ago. No, I miss him. He announced it in 2017. I know. No, Ash and They showed a shot of him in the stands. It was really cool. He looked like he was like deep cover. He was like, I'm coming back to my old stomping ground. He had like a Groucho Marx uh, disguise on. No, they'll he never, looked very never cool. Never he looked like Chris Evans in The Avengers. I hate he Chris He looked Evans. like Senator Amy Klobuchar. Our first non-binary uh, president, if she uh, gets elected. That'd be really funny if we got our first non-binary president before we got our first woman president. Because she can't be both. You can't double dip on that one. Buggity, buggity, let's go race. So, I've been really tired of working lately. And I think I, I've been trying to acquire like $3 million at once. So I don't have to work anymore. Just fast. Like, I'm trying to figure out a way to make, like, three to four million dollars. So I never have, to, never have to work again. Because working is, in my opinion, so gay. And uh, I think I found a way. Um, I'm a big fan of... Um, UBI. A little musician named Alfred Yankovic. I don't know ever heard of him before. Um, a lot of people like you guys, normies, will know him as Weird Al Yankovic. I just know him as Alfred. Well, I've... Um, written a bit of a song parody that he can buy from me for the low low cost of three million dollars so i never have to work again and it's a beatles parody he's never done a beatles parody um he's done like he's tried he's he tried to do a paul mccartney parody he wanted to do live and let die but chicken pot pie and paul's a vegan and mm-hmm. he said i love your music al but that's I can't. not true. No, it's, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is very funny. Also, Paul McCartney in the song Vegetables by the Beach Boys, they have a lot of, they use chewing sounds as percussion. And Paul McCartney for the song chewed on lettuce. And in the liner notes in the personnel section, it says Paul McCartney uh, celery. He chewed on celery. Mm-hmm. It says Paul McCartney celery for his instrument, which is funny. Well, anyways, I took a Beatles song, Got to Get You Into My Life. And I've made it a parody, and Weird Al Yankovic, if you're listening, Mr. Yankovic, if you will, if you are listening to this, hit me up, I'll sell you this song, and you can sing it for your next um, album. Everyone be sure to tweet it at Weird Al. Exactly, yes, please, tweet at Weird Al. He needs to buy this song for me so I don't have to work ever again. And um, listen, Bernie might not be elected, um, so I might not get the chance to never work again because I know that he promises that we'll never have to work again if he becomes president. Young boy never work again is a good rapper. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, here is my Beatles parody of Got to Get You Into My Life, a Lennon McCartney classic. I was a cuck. I found a guy. I knew exactly where to find him. On Reddit, where maybe I could find a big black bull to fuck you. Ooh, then I suddenly find him. Ooh, and I tell him to breed you every single day of our lives. You didn't cry, you didn't hide. All I wanted was to watch you. 
He had you come, you knew in time we'd meet him again, for I'd have come soon. Ooh, you were meant to be with him, ooh, and I want him to hear me coming in my pants every day. Got to get you into my wife! <laughs> Can't he do? What can't he be when he's with you? I want to just watch. It is true, I'll never leave, and if I do, it's just to get loose. Ooh, then I suddenly see him. Ooh, and I want him to breathe you every single day of our lives. Got to get you into my wife. I was a cuck, I found a guy, I knew exactly where to find him. I'm ready where maybe I could find a big black hole to fuck you. Then I suddenly see him, and I tell him to breathe you. So, Mr. Yankovic, if you could please listen to the song parody, this could really bring you back. In the 80s, you were a superstar. Everyone loved you. Even though every new album he releases, it's always his highest-selling album. So he actually still has quite the fan base. I've seen him two times in concert. Uh, anyways, Mr. Yankovic, I'm tired of working. Working is gay. And I'm tired of waiting to not have to work anymore. Bernie might not be elected. I might, not, I might have to work forever if he doesn't get elected. Under this capitalist, um, bourgeoisie... Um, heteronormative society that we live under okay with all this toxic masculinity all right president yankovic so if you could please <laughs> if you could just please please buy this song for me and record it for the low cost of three million dollars i'd really appreciate it do you guys like the song it was great thank you i got the idea for it a, co- a couple days ago and i took some time to write it i write it i wrote it on my break during work about 30 minutes. I like that you did what all great artists do and brought in a lot of personal experience into the song. Wow, that's really fucking rude. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and on the day of the 500, too, you, piece, you fucking piece of shit. Uh, speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, I oh, got an update. We have update, an update, 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 the, update. Beep, 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 The 60-second uh, running of the Daytona 500 is... Uh, under rain delay mm. I'm looking at a stop sign that has the words whoa written on it what there's a man in that's a that's not true <laughs> that's a they have a lot of that says whoa no oh, it totally does uh, there's a man wearing a credit one bank onesie <laughs> holding an umbrella oh and we're getting a re- weather radar update they have uh, some sort of courtesy of whom bullseye courtesy of my my fox my fox my that's fo- probably true though, courtesy yeah. of guy fox uh, we've got some remember what? remember <laughs> the 5th of November Natalie Portman the 5th of November the 5th of yeah. November the gunpowder treason and blot 
I can think of no reason the gunpowder treason should ever be forgotten. Angelod. <laughs> Darmac. Why would you start him? Angelod at Tanagra. <laughs> they're, they're speaking in metaphors. That's for they're you, speaking Christian. In metaphors. That's hey, for all you Christians out hey, there. Hey, I got a, I got a new segment. Christians I got there. a new segment. What? This segment is Stephen performs one scene from the hit film Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Go on. And here you have it, Stephen reenacting a scene from an Indiana Jones movie. The breath of God. Only the penitent man will pass. Only the penitent man will pass. The penitent man. The penitent man. The penitent man. Only the penitent penitent man the penitent man the penitent man the penitent man the penitent man he's going to look back the Trump the penitent man is humble the, the fuck why is it so hard the, the kneel and then he kneels and then the scythe comes through and he misses it and he gets through he goes the penitent man Penitent man. The penitent man. It's getting cut. Yeah, that's getting cut. Yeah, yeah. You're giving me quite the workload tonight, Stephen. Um, let's call Richard Cock. For the record, money. Whatever, I don't care. We're calling Richard. Yeah, we're calling. He, he wanted to be on the podcast today. Hello, Richard. What is it? You said you wanted to be on the podcast today. Oh, man. Do you have anything? Yeah, to, yeah. You I have, can talk. What yes. did you What did you want to talk about? Because you asked me on the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, what will you ask me questions? Does anyone have any questions for Richard? I'm glad this is an interview now. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I just got a job, um, but really? I think and it sounds funny. But I actually think I, I might even. I think I'm going to get fired from it. What my buddy Colwyn told me, but um, I actually don't know because I mean, hell, he, I mean, I, I could get fired, but I don't know because of I was eating out of the bus pan and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Dude, can't you- I'm hungry. I was hungry, man. Yeah, I was hungry as shit. Where's the job at? Uh, it's this pizza restaurant. Uh, pizza and beer and wine. It's like a really yuppie place, and um. And the guy's like a buddy boss, and I hate those types of bosses. Yeah, and you they know, are trash bosses. To get in with me, he entrapped me, dude. His fucking girlfriend, he has a fiance, right? Yeah. And she was downstairs making pizza boxes with me, and she was acting all like she never worked here before. And, and she fucking entrapped me, undercover bossed my ass, and now I'm in trouble. Jeez. Now, what makes you think yeah. you're going to get fired, though? It's- because uh, I, I don't I, I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna get fired I mean I'll, I'll have to I'll have to let you know how it goes but that's I'm just worried about it um but I'm, I'm driving through downtown Philly right now um I thought you lived I thought you decided not to move to Philly I thought you stayed in Austin no nah, I live in Philly man I don't want to live in Austin no you told me that Philly didn't work out like a week ago <laughs> and you said you moved back yeah and then I went back is Lily up there too your girlfriend now my girlfriend's back over in Houston. She's coming soon. Oh, Houston. Do you want me to go um, keep her company? Uh, man, I swear to God. I'm, I, I, no. Hell no. You can't do that. No. 
That's worse than anything. Hell no. You Man, said- I'd kill. I'd kill. Oh, damn. I'd kill. Richard, uh, how's the city of brotherly love treating you? Not very brotherly, I'd say. It's a, I mean, shoot. I know no one's going to listen to this, so I could say it. Thank There's you. just a lot of black people over here. I mean, <laughs> Classic Richard. Um, oh, policeman. Yeah, um, and it's just like everyone's fucking crazy over here. They drive crazy. I drive crazy too, but I mean. Yeah, because you're I'm probably on Percocet right now. I'm not on Percocet. No, I actually, I've, I've. I, I don't have any Percocet to even do. I do Kratom now. That's what that's what I do. But um, good for you. It's very Thai of you. Yeah, Thai well, I, it works out because it keeps me in check. But um, whoa. But um, I want that damn Percocet. Hey, ask me. My boss asked me if I do any drugs. Are you completely? He, 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 he was talking because I was like drunk. I, I get drunk at the at the bar where I work at too. Where, Hell yeah. Um, we, is that why you were eating out of the bus tub? What? Is that why you were eating out of the bus tub? Because you had some, like, drunk hunger? Eh, no, I was hungry. That was sober me, too. Right, um, no judgment. But You're like Yogi the Bear. Talking to me about fucking, um, drugs and shit. I found out that I'm a damn Percocet addict. I mean, I don't know. I might, I might get, I might, I don't think I might get fired, though. But I've been working all week. I've been working fucking... All day, all week, I've been, I've been, yeah, I've just been working, and um, you know, I don't even chase girls around or anything because there's nothing, nothing to do. Yeah, you know, Would I you... hang out with the black people over at the Danny Sports Bar, the Africans and shit, and um, <laughs> and that, and I got drunk as shit one night and asked, asked them, I said, "This is how hard it is to find that it's shit over here." Mm-hmm. I said, "I, I need, per- I said, well, I need Percocet." And um, they said breakfast. I don't want no breakfast. Um, yeah, I, I, I drink a bunch down here, and um, and I do kratom, and I smoke weed. And I have good for you. A lot of weed. So and, you're um, not snorting heroin uh, anymore. I have speed. I have speed. I don't know why I have speed, but I have a big bag of speed left over, and I've been using that at work, and that's also fucking me up too. Yeah, I, I imagine not, it is. I don't sleep, and I'll go into work high as shit. And I like rolled. They told me that I rolled two <laughs> two spoons inside. They told me that I rolled two spoons inside of a napkin instead of a silverware roll. <laughs> you're the best, Richard. You really are, Richard Cock. Uh, what are your thoughts on Michael Bloomberg? I don't like him. I don't. I've never liked Michael Bloomberg. I, I mean, he's. I don't like. I mean, okay. I don't. I don't like New York at all. Yeah. I think New York's a shithole, and you know, Lily's obsessed with that place and she wants us to live there and all I women said, are no, no, i'm not gonna go live in new york i hate new york um i think he's a pretty awful mayor i mean de blasio and both both of them are pretty bad um yeah, but as a running for like as a fucking candidate he is the most out of touch human being i've ever seen in my life i mean i can't really even god dang i mean when you have 60 billion dollars yeah huh when you have 60 billion dollars you're gonna be pretty disconnected from the rest of the world no, hell no, not at all. Jeff Bezos is a pretty in-touch fucking human hell being. Hell yeah. And, and Mark Zuckerberg, all those motherfuckers are in-touch as shit. But Michael Bloomberg is so out of touch, it's not even funny. He's an old man. And, you know, it's just like, Short god two. damn. He says a bunch of weird shit trying to talk like a damn teenager. So you haven't taken the Bloom pill? What's the Bloom pill? No, I'm on the Biden, Biden train. Hell yeah. I love him. What do you like about Joe Biden? I- 
I think he's funny. Yeah. He's funny. So and he's I. cool. And I mean, I'm not a big Obama fan, but mm-hmm. but but you know, Obama was a good president, and Joe Biden would make an even better president. He talks it like it is, you know. And I mean, hell, I like Trump too, but I like everyone. That's very, that's very, very Christ-like of you, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm like Jesus and Buddha. Yeah, I'm, I'm accepting of all races and creeds and colors and everything. As Good. long as you're no damn karate move, goddamn Chinese man, yellow man. <laughs> Are you afraid of the Wuhan it's virus? I'm to do karate over in Philadelphia. Um, in such a big city, are you afraid of the Wuhan virus? No, I'm not going to get no damn coronavirus. I don't even drink that beer. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. You made that joke. What are your... um? Oh, you've been talking to James Woods a lot on Twitter recently. What's your, what's this new thing you have with James Woods? Great friends. I've been... I've, I've always liked James Woods. I liked him in Christmas Vacation and all those other movies. And, um, okay. I mean, yeah, man, well, I mean, I, wait, Chevy no, he Chase. wasn't in that. That's Chevy Chase, sir. He's, um, I liked him in Casino, and that's the only movie I know him from. Um, and he won't reply to me, or, oh, damn, my parking space is still here. He won't reply to me or do anything with, have anything to do with me, but his gay little followers will. And they got pissed at me for calling someone a retard on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I posted that, 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 that conversation on my Twitter page. That was quite funny, Richard. Yeah, I saw that. And um, I'm gonna, and I, now I'm threatening to kill myself on Twitter, and so people will give me the attention that I need. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to plug, Richard? Is there any? Yeah, before like you go, do you have anything to plug? Plug what? Like an outlet or something? <laughs> no. Is there anything you want to let people know, or you want to shout anyone out? How to find still you? Raising awareness. Well, I remember last oh, time yeah. I was on here, I was talking about the fucking. Um, the, plasma shit yeah I mean, i'm still on that any yeah, developments I mean, donating plasma to get into the nightclub and then they're getting raped by all these guys because they have no plasma in their body so they're all weak because they donated plasma <laughs> and they got raped any, I've known does that go on in uh, philadelphia also what does that go on in philadelphia as well all over the United States. Everyone's donating plasma. They get raped. And I've known a lot of people who've been raped before. I have a, I'd say about a handful of friends who have been personally raped, not by me, but by a lot of other people. I'm glad you clarified that it wasn't you doing the raping. Well, I, I mean, I raped my little brother one time. <laughs> okay. And it was in kindergarten at the bus stop. I, but, like, it wasn't really rape, but, I mean, everyone thought it was rape, and because I was jumping on him and shit. Oh, okay. I was okay. Kind of a bus stop. And um, I was a little kid, though, so I, I mean... Richard then went on to write the hit TV series, <laughs> Girls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, How well, many boys are on this podcast? Uh, we have three in the studio, uh, four including me. How many? Are y'all all virgins or what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Compared to me, boy, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. I sling, I sling the damn... I sli- I'm I could I'm a damn I sling the pl- <laughs> I did goddamn <laughs> I, I choked on my own spit. I sling goddamn freaking the pussy man they call me. You're insane. I could get a damn chicken in a hole. Do you have anything to say before you go? Do you, Do you have to- any tips? Uh, yeah, any tips? Do you have any tips on how to pick up ladies or sling the dick? Yeah, I got some. You walk up to them and talk to them. Tell them donate plasma. Yeah. 
No, you don't do that. They don't want you to donate. No, you don't need to donate any plasma. That's how you get raped, I'm telling you. Okay, yes, we, we discussed that. All right, do you have anything else to say? I'm in my you... house. I'm jumping, getting inside my house right now. Oh, mate. Well, I have some tips and tricks. Okay, tell us one. <sighs> don't give them all. We might do a recurring segment. Yeah. What, what, what's your one tip? Well, actually, no. Actually, I don't because I don't meet women. I already have a girlfriend. I'm a Man. But if you were going, but if you were going to, huh? but if you were go, if you were single, what is or or if you were just talking to a bunch of single boys, what is something that you would tell them to do? Single boys, I don't talk to what's no. <laughs> what do you mean I'm talking to boys? Like as a, no, you are a bit of a twink. I'm not a twink. I look like one, but I'm not. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna let you go, Richard. Do you have anything to say before we go? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a damn twink. I'm not a twink. I, I have to say that. Why do y'all think that I am? You're it's skinny just, and handsome. So that's just, my, my Instagram here. personality. That's gag me. Yeah. All right. Well, we love. I had you. to get my phone charger. What? We love you, Richard. We'll talk to you next week. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll I'm see. going to Walmart. All right. Hey, have a good time, man. <laughs> Watch out for the man. Chinese coronaviruses. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll see you later, man. Okay, bye. Bye. And thank you, listeners, for joining us on our latest episode of Driving Through Philly Getting Perk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
No, hey, it, it's true though. Anyways, yeah. the Jongs are really true. going hard on the Monero currency, as they should be. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just kind of funny, like, because that's also drawing ire from the U.S. government that it's like uh, crypto is very bad because yeah. bad people using it. Um, what's the other one? What's the other headline that I had ready, Tristan? Listen, what was it? I told you. You got a full plate today, man. <laughs> I told you. Oh, on, let me uh, turn this off. Bitcoin's doing a fun thing called Bitcoin having. Um, having like H A L V. Yes, sir. Um, every like four years or so, it does it. It's essentially like a stock, um, like a reverse split. Mm-hmm. So, like if you have fifty shares of a stock at five dollars a piece, you now have uh twenty five shares at. Oh, okay. That was the most important one. Um, if anyone would like to know what Rudy was about to say, DM him. D O L P L E T. That is D O L P L E T on Twitter.com. That account will only be up for the next 24 hours, so get them in while you can. And now it's time for Tristan's <laughs> viral audio clip of the week. Today we have a special one. It's a presidential candidate, but it is not Mayor Pete Buttigieg, and it's not Vice President. Joseph Biden. This one comes from our good friend Michael Bloomberg on Instagram.com. How old's Michael Bloomberg? He's like 72, probably. He's the same age as Bernie. Oh, so 90? Yeah, really old. Uh. So uh, this is from his Instagram account. He's really trying to appeal to millennials and especially mentally ill women with this one. So here is Michael Bloomberg on Instagram.com. All you fellow Aquarians, I just want you to know that we are thoughtful, we are independent, and even keel. And it will not surprise you to know that our current president is not an Aquarian, he's a Gemini. I knew you wouldn't be surprised. So he got both of those wrong. He's he's saying Aquarius is Aquarian, yeah. and he's saying it's Gemini the is... Well, but would yeah, that be just a... Aquarians is like the plural form of Aquarians. Is but that accepted the in the worst, astrological community? The worst part about this is is Gemini. It's yeah. definitely Gemini. Like yeah, Gemini. No. and it always yeah. has been no. Gemini. Gemini man. No, the little two-headed cricket. Steven, what's going on? Gemini man watch. Gemini man. Shattering all box office records. Gemini man 2. When is David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, when are they going to write it? We need it. That's what that bit gets. Does that mean it's like it's lukewarm to shit? Yeah. Is that what the eh, well? I, I meant to just press the fart button, oh. but I accidentally pressed the the mummy button. Uh, so that was um, That's a mummy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, Drew wasn't uh, here Drew for. Drew was not here for the mummy. We'll explain it to him after the podcast. Yeah. Um, so that was um, Mayor Michael Bloomberg. Um, Explain that the president is a Gemini, and that's why we have all the problems. And that he is himself an Aquarian. The only way it would have been better is if Fight Song or uh, mm. the Cup Song was playing in the background. Because it's such a pander. Yeah. It's such an insane pander. Michael Bloomberg does not give a shit about fucking astrology. Well, it wouldn't be a clear only pander. women care about astrology. Uh, if, if if there's ever if I ever meet a man who talks about his star sign, I'm pulling his pants down. I'm getting on my knees, and I'm pulling his ball sack up to look for the pussy. Because that's uh, this is his fight song. <laughs> yes, go take on. back his life song, making his name. 
I don't, I want to I do don't that. really care because nobody else with me. I still got a lot of fight left in me. I got a ticket for a long way round. Two bottles of whiskey on the way. And I sure would like some sweet company. And I'm leaving tomorrow. What do you say? Michael Bloomberg. When I'm gone. When I'm gone. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. You're gonna miss me by my walk. You're gonna miss me by my taco. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. Bloomberg, when I'm gone. And that was Tristan's viral audio clip of the week. Little lackluster, little lackluster, but uh, I thought it was fun. Uh, Michael Bloomberg, little Tiny Mike. Is that what Trump calls him right now? Tiny Mike? Is that his nickname? Wasn't little it Mike? Mini Mike? Mini Mike. Mini Mike. <laughs> right. He's only 5'8". He's I not, thought he was 5'4". Trump says he's 5'4", but according to Google, it's 5'8", but he may have paid for it to say 5'8". Which 5'8", that's like an average short man height. Yeah. And the average tall woman height. Um, let's get into the voicemails. Uh, the Horse House voicemails. You can reach us at 321-323-9521. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. 321-323-9521. It's the Horse House voicemails. Uh, we got four voicemails for us here today. Um, here is the first one from Steve, who sponsored last week's episode. Hey Tristan, um, uh, can you like fucking send that money back? I really did not mean, <laughs> seriously, not meant for you at all. Um, yeah, seriously, I was listening to fucking Joe Rogan podcast, you know, with Bernie Sanders, and hey. um, and I just got inspired. But yeah, I, <laughs> seriously, uh, but yeah, it was, I like your podcast. Um. Yeah. Frank's peeing in the background. Hold on. It's not two minutes. Yes, Steve? Hello? Steve? Hello? Steve? I hear your aquarium in the background. Well, that's my Gemini tank. Thank you. When I'm gone. Hello, Steve. You're going to miss All right, me. everyone listening, call this number, 1-855-888-1990. Don't think about it, just do it. It's some kind of Bernie communist number. Uh, so Steve is talking about money in this. That's because I was taking a long time to edit last week's episode. And uh, Wednesday night, I went on Facebook Messenger and saw that Steve gave me $27 to edit the episode. That's why last week's episode was brought to you by longtime listener Steve. Here is the next voicemail. Hey guys, this is me, Steve. Hey Steve. Um, it was a joke. I didn't actually mean to donate as yeah. Joe Rogan. <laughs> I like this podcast better. Thank you. Um, I was just actually wondering um, if any of you guys have browsed 4chan or still do. Um, if you have any funny stories about it, uh, because, um, funny enough, uh, I almost got, uh, red-pilled, uh, or red-pilled myself, uh, but some dude got, uh, quads, and he happened to be a leftist, and made actually good points, and I stopped being retarded, um, 
Well, I don't, don't want to get too political, so I'll tell you. Yeah. Another funny story was when I was in, I forget which message board it was, but there was uh, this dude who was being basically like DM, like a dungeon master, yeah. um, who made a, a crazy-ass story involving different players who happen to roll numbers and... He went into such great detail about what these people are doing. Like, if you rolled a zero, it was basically like you fucked up. And yeah, uh, he, he made the story about these guys fighting in an arena. It got so intense to the point where everyone who was commenting was like, "Holy shit! Like, are you an actual writer and shit?" <laughs> okay. Uh, but this one dude who was also playing kept rolling zero the entire time, um, and he made the craziest fucking literature porn that went into such graphic detail that everyone was just amazed. Um, and then I went on hentai, and that was a pretty good board. Hey, hey if you got any guys uh, good stories, just, uh... Jeez. Thank you, Steve. Um, I think the only really 4chaner here is Rudy. I don't know what that is. I never liked the format of 4chan. Uh, if I wanted to... Look at crazy, weird stuff on the internet. I went to Encyclopedia Dramatica. You don't like the Yatsuba style image boards? Yeah. I don't, is that some Japanese thing? It started as a Japanese. Yatsuba. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I've never been a big fan of the Yatsuba um, dirt bikes. I always no, liked the uh, Yamaha better and Kawasaki. I, um, I've i actually never been on 4chan. Rudy has. Rudy, tell us your 4chan. Drew, Drew you want to? Rudy's been on 4chan since, what, 2011? No. I was too young then. Like, I'm only. I was born in 2008. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Steve, I'm sorry. Rudy doesn't want to play ball. Steve, Steve. Steve I'm sorry, but your okay. your very long voicemail has gotten no response. Um, the only person who can actually talk about what you just said. Well, well what do you want me to talk about? Is all Rudy does. What's your favorite 4chan story? I don't. What does that mean? What's your favorite 4chan Dude, post? There was, this, there was this time that we start sending black faxes to Scientology building, and Scientology get upset, and they follow us home, but we wear a Guy Fox mask. They can't tell who it is. You didn't do that. Here's Chris. Hey, boys. You didn't, uh, it's me again. Uh, I actually came back with more great news. Um, I just got into another relationship, and I'm actually really excited. Great. great. I feel like we really get along. Um, and it's cool, and I, I feel happy that I can I can tell you about it. Uh, I loved the last episode. Um, I thought Thank it was you. really funny, and I, I like how uh, yeah Frank always leaves really long voicemails, but they're always really funny, really interesting. Mm-hmm. I hope he's okay. That. Yeah. He is. Um, one thing though, I have to mention is that there was that one um, one caller, the uh, the little the little fucking Jew boy, <laughs> that little bitch Jew boy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really a huge fan of that little fucking Which one? But anyway, all right, guys, just have like a really good, uh, have a great show. Thank love you, Chris. Guys, man. Keep up the good work. We, later. we love you too, Chris. Our, our, our most handsome listener from New York is City. Talk, is he talking about Haiku Guy? I think he's talking about Haiku Can Guy. Can we investigate the voicemail records for yeah. any uh, little Jew boys? Yeah, I'm, I'm Computer, uh, could you pull up Jew, Jew boy? boys? Goodbye, Jew boys. Goodbye, Jew boys. <laughs> Tristan, could you generate a nude <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, but yeah, Chris does have a new girlfriend. She's very attractive. She's very pretty. Uh, she looks like a much prettier Shelly Duvall. Here's my thing. Shelly Duvall is pretty in a certain weird way. Chris's girlfriend is um, objectively pretty, just with a bit of a 
Shelly Duvall affectation to her face. If Chris is happy, mm-hmm. then we're all happy. I love seeing my boy happy. Very happy for and, you, bud. And whenever the Horse House does their live and NYC podcast, mm-hmm. yes. Chris will be on. You and Rudy will be wearing balaclava masks because you guys are both pussies who don't want to be seen by people. I will be. I will get some kind of technology from Elon Musk to make my face bigger so more <laughs> people can see it because uh, I'm proud Thank of you, this Thank you, Connor face. O'Malley. <laughs> yeah. I will I'm, make my face bigger I, and my face will be the biggest. I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I'm proud of this face. I have nothing to hide. I've ruined my life enough. We're going to broadcast live from uh, Times Square, yeah. uh, Margaritaville. And we're going to have a hologram George Lincoln Rockwell open for us uh, before the night's festivities. Hologram George Costanza. Yes. Chris was talking about uh, about the last podcast, and it got me thinking, reminded me. Uh, I've just started listening to the podcast recently. <laughs> um, and notice there was a lot of buzz on Twitter about a certain Behind the Stable not being released. Would you like to comment? I just deleted it, actually, to make more room. You're such a piece of shit. It's still in the recycling bin. Uh, I'll probably get it out. I just... Um, it was good. I just didn't feel like editing it. That was my only thing. It's like 25 minutes it was long. Like straight through. It's a behind the stable. Fuck yeah, it. Don't edit no, it. It's true. Yeah. I, I'll release it um, later this week. Um, because a lot, some people were asking me about it, like three people. Yeah. So, um, all right. Here is our good friend, Frank, with a minute 30 voicemail. You know, you know I'm a regular guy. You know, I love women. I love women. You know, I mean, what can I say? I love them. So that's why it's, you know, a little difficult for me to understand why a guy like Pete Booty Gag would, you know, just wake up one day and be like, yeah, you know that rancid hole that shit comes out of? Like, yeah, I'll just go ahead, go ahead and have sex with that. Like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Put my dick in, like, like what happens? What happens if the dude just starts shitting all over More you? lube. Well, you, you know, you're trying to, to make out. Like you're trying to make out, and shit starts coming out of his mouth, shitting everywhere. Yeah. Excuse me. Thank you, Frank. Like I was at a bar the other night. Yeah. And this gay guy, he turns to me and he's like, "Hey, buddy, you want to see my urethral fistula?" (laughs) And I'm like, "No, man, I don't want to see that. Gross." And then pulls out what looks like a giant green dildo, only it's not a phallus; it's an arm. Like a giant rubber arm, and I'm like, buddy, you know, you already got one of those things attached. And he's like, yeah, but I'm squeezing a shower shit on my arm, something like that. What? And then he stuck it up his ass and hopped away like a pogo stick. (laughs) All right. Bye bye. Thank you so much, Frank. That was by far the best Frank voicemail. Yeah. I'd like the record to show, though, that Steven was flossing whenever he was saying all those things about Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. Watch as the left becomes more and more homophobic. It's true. Yeah. I would also like to point out, I did the, I hit the whip. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by Bernard fucking Sanders. Well, it's just weird. They already had the uh, Islamophobia down. Yeah. Now it's just full on homophobia. <laughs> And the only one left is anti-Semitism, which is yeah. the most deplorable. Um, which is the most deplorable form of APAC of already calls Bernie an anti-Semite. Come on, because um, they are targeting our greatest. Get ally. in, lads. Yeah. True thank thoughts. You, thank you so much to everyone. That'd be kind of interesting. Thank you to everyone who called into the voicemails. Yes, yes, what? Fucking Steven. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a Daytona 500 update. 
it's so under weather delay, and they're showing uh, the replay of the stuff that wasn't under weather delay. All the boopers. Bush, sorry, Bush Beer is asking the question: What is NASCAR's original super speedway? What was it? I think I. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. The first caller to call in and answer what was NASCAR's original super speedway, Stephen will give a prize. All right. Thank you, Stephen. If you'd like to call us, leave a voicemail. The number is 321-323-9521. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. 321-323-9521. It's that time. It's that time again every week in the podcast where we dip into the Andy Warhol Diaries compiled by Pat Hackett. The compilation which spent four weeks on the New York Times bestsellers list look at that look at that fucking plane look how fucking close it is that plane is close to the stands <laughs> that seems really dangerous. and it's so cool that the president was in that fucking plane at the time well what's even cooler a big old fucking mig uh mig back big mac <laughs> mig back having a mig back mukbang i i really like that they decided to much much like other uh reckless pilot randy rhodes uh, that died in Daytona Beach. I like they wanted to reenact it. Air Force One actually clipped a palm tree while trying to buzz Ozzy's uh, tour bus. It's funny that you. That's a bit of a deep cut. Rainy Rhodes is a national treasure. Uh huh. Okay. This is what Andy Warhol was doing on this day in on February seventeenth, nineteen seventy-seven, which was a Thursday. This is in Los Angeles. Uh, this one's really long. So uh, I'll read it fast. I went to the Gemini Gallery with Sidney Felsen and his partner. At Gemini, I got an idea. They can now print 10 by 10, and I'm going to think about it. Done an hour earlier than supposed to. Decided to walk around. The shop's just so exciting. Uh, a person ran after me, and it turned out to be Jackson Brown. He invited <gasps> me. Uh, Stephen hates Brown. him. He invited me to come to the recording studio across the street to hear his new record. He was adorable. The cab strike was on, so Catherine and I found a limo outside and had to meet Tyrone Powers' daughter, Taryn, at 5 at the Imperial Gardens restaurant on Sunset. Limo, $10. Back for Fred, he had to give him money. $5. He went off to Paul Jasmine's cocktail party for Divine, where he met Tab Hunter. This was when Divine and Tab Hunter were filming Polyester, the great John Waters movie. At the Imperial Gardens with Taryn, taped for about two hours, had some sake and food, $20 with tip. She took us next door to her boyfriend Norman Seif's house. He was so ugly, and she was so beautiful. I was disappointed. He said he'd met me in Max's years ago. He has Taryn under the, his influence. We wanted to get her away from him, so we asked her to go to the dinner with, at Doug Christmas. The art dealer was given for me at Mr. Chow's. She had wheels and drove us back to the hotel. Got dressed and driven over to Mr. Chow's. Lots of people there, Bianca Jagger, Russell Means, Polanski... Tony Bill, Alan Carr, Pat asked, Russell Means had an Indian girlfriend, George Hamilton, Marcia Wiseman, Nelson Lyon, who was telling me about some producer who drank the piss someone gave him and he didn't know. Jed had invited Tab. Jed felt guilty because we didn't ask Tab as Carol Baker's husband in Bad Cast. He'd really wanted the role. Peter Lester from Interview arrived with Maria Smith, and he kept apologizing for being late, but nobody cared. Geraldine Smith, see introduction, was with Johnny Wyoming. Perry King, Susan Tyrell, Alan Carr, sitting, talking with George Hamilton. Sat next to Tony, Bill, and Bianca. Polanski across the way from me. We'd run into him in the lobby of the hotel, and he was going to see Rocky then, and so he was just back from seeing it. Said he loved it. The big people, Sue Mengers and Ryan O'Neill, didn't arrive. They told Bianca that they couldn't, 
be seen at tacky places like Mr. Chow's. Bianca took us to On the Rocks, owned by Lou Adler. When we got there, it was Ringo Starr and Alice Cooper. I'm not saying they were the only celebrities there, they were the only people there, and they were in the John. Whoever is there is the John taking coke. Bianca introduced me to Ringo. Alice came over to say hello. Bianca left because she was staying out in Malibu and Nick was coming in and then leaving town the next day, so she wanted to get home early to see him. <sighs> and that's what Andy Warhol was doing on this day, February 17th in 1977. Thank you. Didn't like what he implied about Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper and Ringo Starr are jerking each other off yeah. in the John. <laughs> well, Alice Cooper is actually a staunch born-again Christian. Did you know that? Good. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he has like a ministry and everything for like kids who have no homes. All right, that's what he was doing. Thanks, guys. So the Oscars were last Sunday. Parasite won Best Picture. Any I seen Parasite? I, That's that. that I have Bong seen that movie. North Korean one. Yeah. Hey, I I have seen another work of his, but I've never seen Snowpiercer. I did see Snowpiercer with Jeremy Renner. That's not Jeremy Renner. That's tag with you're Jeremy of. Rimmer. They uh, oh, that one? They uh, yeah. So it won Best Picture, first foreign film to ever win Best Picture. Uh, I haven't seen the movie yet. I didn't know I wanted to until, of course, it won Best Picture. Uh, the 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 cover, the poster for the film, always looked like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't really want to watch this. I don't watch horror very much. But I guess it's a dark comedy about class struggles in South Korea. So it sounds like a real fun one. And, um, so fucking dismissive. Some people, like listener Olivia, um, said, "Well." It's stupid that it won Best Picture and Best Foreign Film. Maybe they should have let another film take the place of Best Foreign Film, which which I agree with. But then listener Francisco piped into the conversation on Twitter.com and said, If a foreign film won Best Picture, then what other foreign film could be better than that? That's kind of true. Welcome to the show. We're reading people's Twitter feeds. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, it's a matter of like categorization, right? Uh, yeah. Um, the Oscars are stupid. Um, awarding art is stupid. Art is subjective. Um, everyone sees art in a different way. I'm anti-Grammys. But uh, the film festivals that I have entered my film into, if it wins any awards, I will gladly take them. And I will thank God and my family and my friends. But only if uh, they the haven't ceremony. won any other ro- awards there. Because you don't want to, you're against movies winning too. I'm against, um, I'm against awards just in general. Okay, it just it, it's art. Judging well, art's stupid. Agreed. I'm just trying to help you cope whenever you do yeah. get an award. We have another update from the race. Uh, it looks like there's not any rain on the track, but I don't know if there's any rain in the sky. Currently, they are interviewing some sort of metrosexual man named Greg Biffle. Gross! And, uh, he's, uh... And I just heard the phrase, epic NASCAR comeback. If I wanted my comeback, I would have taken it off your mom's chin. (laughs) (sighs) So anyways, um, Bong... Bong Ho Jun? Bong Jun Ho. It's Bong Jun Ho. You kind of trembled a little bit when you said, are you okay? Do you really revere him or something? Bong Joon. No, I just want the race to start. Um, but Bong Joon Ho, he gave a very cute um, acceptance speech. 
It was kind of refreshing. I haven't. Um, Red Letter Media released a half in the bag about Parasite recently. Yeah. Haven't gotten a chance to watch it. But I'll be watching it tonight did as I just... pump some fucking iron. Well, you said it was cute. Did he like get up on stage and tell people to do anything about the environment? What, or... Stephen? Oh, that's right. Sunday's Army Day off from working out. I'll watch it tomorrow, I guess. Um, so, uh, so yeah, he gave a nice. He he gave the acceptance speech that all celebrities should at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Where he of, like gave ins- prescriptions about what normal people should do with their lives. N- yeah. Uh, well, it's funny because they all love to do that. You know, they all, of course know everything about life, which is and, the right way to do things, and know how normal people in the fucking heartland of America should live because they're so connected with normal people. Yeah, it's really unnatural for someone in like the one moment they know they might have the entire nation's attention to like want to say something that they think is meaningful oh steven's licking the boots of hollywood oh that's what he's doing okay the heels yeah, tristan that, the that's heels. a big fart for me on yeah that like one. you wouldn't go up there and then say uh it's good to drink piss what what i would do i would do what what, what bong ho june did june ho june ho did well no they're backwards we talked about this he should get a cool a more american name um we'll call him bill williams but uh, but he what he did is he just talked about how much he loves film. We'll call That's him cool. Jesse Booth. He shouted out. He shouted out Martin Scorsese, and Quentin Tarantino and shit. It's it's almost like he was talking about how much he loves films at like a film award show. But did he? He did, wasn't telling us to stop putting milk in our coffee. And he wasn't telling us about how um, if you want to be successful, you have to kill the unborn baby that's inside your belly. Mm-hmm. And the only way to achieve fame is just to be an empowered woman and, and totally just uh, suck the child um, that's growing inside your belly into a, a medical vacuum hose. But did he talk about whether or not Jonah Hill actually got the Coca-Cola energy and went to Scorsese's party? Is he fat now? He, Someone mistook Scorsese we need, for we need a, a waiter. We need a fat check on uh, on Jonah Hill. What's he right now? I, he's not super bad fat, but he's like um, he's not. He's this a, is, he's not. He's, this is the end. Gaunt. He's a healthy big. He's a healthy middle. Yeah. YBN Cordays in there too. What's Jonah doing? All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. That's all we have for today. Tune in next week to hear more from Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your Beloved, gracious, and very intelligent host, Tristan Horse. Hey, I'm dog shit. I'm Rudy. I'm I'm Steven the Pony Boy, and if you find out where the horse house lives, I'll be here waiting for the 500 to end, and maybe if Tristan lets me run the Twitter account, I'll tweet about it. Don't encourage people to look for us. Thanks for having me back on. I'm Drew. Uh, please let me back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, so much. Uh, enjoy the race. Daytona International Speedway, we love our country, and it's truly an honor to be with all of you at the great American race. Gentlemen, start your engine.